Good afternoon. It is Wednesday, January 10th. I should start dating these, so uh, so that's uh, <coughs> saved within the video. As you can tell, I'm still trying to get over this nagging upper respiratory garbage, um, however you want to uh, describe it. Uh, All right. Shut up myself over on this other screen here. Um, so today we're going to be um, we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter three and uh, um, go through a quick study on that. Before we get started this uh, this afternoon, though, I, I'd like to take a second uh, to put a little plug, I guess, at the beginning of the video uh, to encourage you to share this video um, on your personal Facebook page um, profile. Sorry. Uh, personal Facebook profile. Um, the reason why I want to encourage that is because it really does help more people get into the Word. Uh, and it helps people to see these videos more. Um, Facebook uh, limits, really, uh, for a better term, or a lack of a better term, um, how many people see posts that come from a Facebook page. Yesterday I tried doing this on my personal profile uh, and sharing it to the Facebook page. It performed about the same, so I figure we'll just continue going live from the Loveland Heights Facebook page. Um, and hopefully, several of you who, uh, who watch this will, will engage with the post, meaning you'll comment on it, you'll, you'll like it, you'll share it, etc., so that uh, Facebook will let other people see it a little bit more. Um, also, uh, a piece of um, interesting and, and good news... Um, I am in the process right now of turning these past few videos that we've done so far uh, and putting them up on our website, <coughs> excuse me, uh, and they are currently under review with iTunes um, to become a podcast. So uh, each day after we uh, do this live study on Facebook uh, during the week, Lord willing, um, I'll take the video, I'll download it, I'll upload it to our website, and it'll also, uh, in, in turn, be available via iTunes podcast. So you can subscribe to that podcast once it is approved, and I, I'm pretty sure it will be approved. Um, then uh, you can subscribe to that, and this will actually be delivered to your uh, mobile device um, whenever it goes live on, on iTunes. So um, that's an uh, exciting piece of information, and hopefully then by the end of the year, uh, we will have a full year's worth of daily Bible studies going through every chapter uh, of the New Testament, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, and So far, we've had some really great feedback, some great um, um, comments uh, coming in from, from brethren around who've been able to, to watch this, and uh, I've been encouraged by it. Uh, and I have really enjoyed uh, studying in this way because it really helps me study better. I'm a I'm a vocal um, I'm a vocal person. I'm a verbal person. So um, I uh, I talk to myself a lot when I'm going through studying and, and going through sermons and stuff. So being able to basically talk to myself, but with a camera on, is is beneficial. And I always joke, and it's not really a joke. It's true. Uh, when I preach. Uh, on Sundays, I'm preaching to myself, and everybody else is just really listening to me. Um, so hopefully, we can all glean something from this study here today. And today's study is an, an interesting study, and it's something that I and I uh, am currently planning on preaching on on Sunday, and that is baptism and the baptism of Jesus uh, that we find in Matthew chapter three. So without uh, any more <coughs> adoing, whatever that means, uh, let's get into the word. Matthew chapter three. 
We're going to start in verse 1. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. So again, we have another prophecy that is being fulfilled, this time in John, um, but this is a messianic prophecy uh, of the light, if you will, um, that would prepare the way of Jesus, and that is John the Baptist. And so here it is again, that promised Messiah that we've uh, seen so much um, uh, already in Matthew, and we're already in the third chapter, and that, his, that is his theme of showing that Jesus Christ is the promised Messiah that was promised uh, in the Old Testament. Um, now, verse 4. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Ugh. The wild honey sounds great. I've never had wild honey or raw honey. I, I guess I have raw honey. My wife makes me eat the organic raw stuff, um, so that's not too bad. But locusts, I don't know about that. Anyways, his food was locust and wild honey. He was a he was a, a he was a, he was roughing it, right? He was living living in the wilderness. Um, then in Jerusalem, and, <coughs> excuse me. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, "You brood of vipers." Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. He continues, he says, I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. All right, let's stop there. So first let's talk about what uh, John the Baptist says to uh, the Pharisees that had come out to him uh, in the uh, paragraphs, uh, verses 7 uh, through 10 there. <coughs> Excuse me. John, uh, much like Jesus does later on in his ministry, calls out the hypocrisy of, of the Pharisees. Uh, and he talks uh, specifically in verse 9, he says, uh, Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. And so basically what he's saying and what the Pharisees were saying is, oh, we're good. We have Abraham. Abraham is our father. Uh, we have no need for any of this stuff. We have our laws. We have our rules. We have our, our scriptures. And, and that's it. That's we're, we're good. Well, no, you're not good. John the Baptist says, even now the, the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Right? He's saying, he's saying that, that God, if he, if he wants, he can raise up more children uh, that are... Um, the uh, the descendants of Abraham. In fact, Jesus himself is a descendant of Abraham, as we looked at in the genealogies in chapter one. But Paul's, or uh, I'm sorry, John says, you know, it doesn't matter. 
you, you can call yourself a child of Abraham all you want, but that doesn't do anything because if you're not bearing good fruit, you're going to be cut down and you're going to be thrown into the fire. And that's an important um, aspect uh, of Christianity. It's an important aspect of obedience as well that we find uh, throughout the New Testament and that uh, you know if you're not bearing good fruit, then what purpose or, or what good do you have for the kingdom? Bearing good fruit is essential. And in fact, when we, uh, we've we looked at before, I believe it's in Romans, um, I could be wrong there, but talking about um, being grafted into the tree in order to bear good fruit. And, and, and Jesus is lopping off the branches that aren't bearing good fruit to make room for those good branches that will bear good fruit. And that goes back as well as what we talked about in chapter 1 about crooked sticks. And uh, everybody's life is a crooked stick, and a crooked stick can be used by Jesus. And in this sense, Jesus can use that crooked stick, and he can graft it into the tree so long as it is bearing good fruit. Paul, or sorry, John, again, talks about the fire. Uh, he says that, that Jesus will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. Uh, and then in the last uh, verse there, <coughs> excuse me, in verse 12, he says the chaff will be burned with unquenchable fire. You know, a lot of people don't like to talk about the fire part of Christianity. They don't like to talk about the punishment uh, aspect of uh, of God, really. Um, and, you know, there's this negative connotation about fire and brimstone preaching. And while I believe fire and brimstone preaching has its place, of course, there's more to God and there's more to Jesus than just fire and brimstone. But as John the Baptist is saying here, Jesus will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire and he will burn the chaff. Those that have no use, the chaff has no use on the wheat, he will burn an unquenchable fire. Now, if your Bible is like mine, you have a footnote there at fire in uh, chapter 11. And that points you to Isaiah chapter 4, verse 4. Uh, and that reads, When the Lord shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and cleansed the bloodstain of Jerusalem from its mist by a spring of judgment and by a spirit of burning. Okay? It also points back, and, and there is John the Baptist and Matthew recording more prophecy. Uh, Malachi chapter 3 verse 2, But who can endure the day of his coming and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a... <coughs> excuse me. He is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. And if you also recall, in Acts chapter 2, verse 3, when, when the Holy Spirit came down upon the apostles, and the apostles were literally baptized by the Holy Spirit, that was the Holy, uh, Holy Spirit baptism that occurred there in Acts chapter 2, what then happened? Well, in verse 3, divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each of them. So quite literally, Jesus, in in, in, in um, connection, the Holy Spirit, um, fulfilled the prophecy spoken here by John the Baptist in, in Matthew chapter 11 that these disciples, the apostles, were baptized with Holy Spirit and with fire. And so there's, there's some connection there. Now let's look at the baptism of Jesus, starting in verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. 
he being John there. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. <coughs> so we have uh, four or five verses there that are just chock full uh, of information, and uh, information, again, that I hope to get into a little bit more uh, in our sermon on Sunday and talking about the baptism of Jesus and how it relates to our baptism uh, today. But one thing that I want to point to, though, as we wrap up our study this morning is uh, two things. First, you have the Godhead, as many call it, the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all contained within this short section of Scripture. You see, we see that the Holy Spirit is separate from Jesus. We see that God is separate from Jesus. And that Jesus is, as God refers to him, his Son, the Son of God. Uh, and we realize and we understand that these things are separate because the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, descended down from heaven. There's one. The voice of God came out from the heavens above. The Holy Spirit came down. And so the voice came from above after the Holy Spirit came down. There is God the Father, and then you have Jesus, to whom the voice was speaking, and on which the Spirit uh, came to rest on him. Pretty cool, right? Um, the other thing that I also want to point out here is, um, is uh, the aspect of, of Jesus being God's beloved Son. Now, as a father, I have three sons that are beloved. Uh, by me and by many other people, um, but they are my children. And as a father, I, my job is to protect my children. And if anybody does anything to my child or mistreats my child, that produces a um, a, a protection response. Uh, if necessary, uh, have to go into battle and fight for my child to defend the offspring that I love. You see, that's how God feels as well. In John chapter 5, let's just go there real quick. We'll pull it up here in the in the script, Scripture Tron 3000. John chapter 5, we'll look at verse uh, 22 here. For the Father judges no one. I'll highlight it here so we can see it. Actually, just going through verse 23 here. For the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. That's an important verse that we're also going to continue with and, and look at in our sermon on, uh, on Sunday, especially in consideration to Jesus' baptism and how it relates to to our baptism that we uh, go through today. Uh, for many of us, myself included, already accomplishing that baptism and being a part of that baptism. Uh, but uh, perhaps you're watching this today and you haven't been baptized. Perhaps you, you're watching today and you've, you've, um, you know, you've heard the words in the Bible, you've, you've uh, heard that baptism is, is necessary, or perhaps maybe you've been taught by men that, that baptism isn't necessarily uh, something that you have to do in order to receive salvation. Because after all, if we go back to Matthew uh, chapter 3, as some people have, ha have used, and, and that is that Jesus will baptize with Holy Spirit, and that we'll just all 
get the Holy Spirit, and that's how we are baptized. Well, you see, the word baptized involves water, right? The, the, the word baptizo means immersed. It means to dip. And, and when you look, actually, at the baptism of Jesus himself, let me go back to that real quick. The baptism of Jesus himself, it says, uh, verse 16, And when Jesus was baptized, that is, immersed, immediately he went up from the water. He came up out of water, meaning he was immersed in water. See, the baptism that we see in the Bible is an immersion baptism. It's not a sprinkling, it's not a pouring, and it's something, even as John was doing, was for the forgiveness of sins. Now, with Jesus and Jesus' connection to baptism, and something that we'll talk about in our sermon on, on Sunday, is that that baptism is something that is now in Christ. It's something that connects us with Christ. And it's something that is done... Uh, in the waters of baptism, and it is not a work of man, as some people say. Baptism is not a work of man. Yes, it is something that is done, physically done, but it is not a work of man. It is a powerful working of God. We'll talk about that more on Sunday. I hope you can join us for that, of course, if you're watching and you won't be able to join us in person uh, for for uh, for worship services on Sunday at Loveland Heights Church of Christ. You can always tune in live on our Facebook feed. We'll, we, uh, we always uh, have the sermon live there, Lord willing, and technology willing, of course, as well. Uh, but if you have any questions about today's study, please do not hesitate to reach out. I appreciate all those who have uh, been watching today. Uh, we've had a several uh, number uh, come in, pop in, stay for a couple minutes and leave. That's okay. Um, ultimately, please take some time and share this video out on your news feed. Get the word of God out to those who you love, your friends and your family. Uh, hopefully those are the people that you are friends with on Facebook. Uh, and, and get the word out to them. Invite them to join you in this study. Invite them to join with us on Sunday morning as we go through this study together in 2018 as we go through God's word. Thank you again for your time today. I hope you have a blessed day and I look forward to... Uh, uh, sharing with you from chapter 4 of Matthew uh, tomorrow. Take care.